Welcome to the Growing Leadership Podcast. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Growing Leadership Podcast. This episode was so fun to record, and I got a lot out of it, so I hope you guys do too. We do apologize for the quality of the audio. We had to record over Zoom due to COVID-19, and we are working on ways to make our quality better while recording virtually, and we are hoping that we can get back and record some episodes with our guests in person. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and get a lot out of it. I know I did. Hi guys, welcome back to the Growing Leadership Podcast. Today we have Elena Holguin with us. She's the OESC president. So hi, Elena, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Macy. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Okay, so getting into the podcast, um, how did you get involved with the OESC? So I actually joined student council my eighth grade year. So I got involved in the OASC freshman year and it was just so much fun, like realizing what the OASC, their mission was and like what they do for high schoolers and what they teach them. And I definitely just jumped in with both, both feet. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. So started in eighth grade, but like, when did you go to basic and everything? So I actually went to basic last summer. So it was the summer in between sophomore and junior. And then I actually went to nationals as well during that summer. Yes. Natty's represent. We have nationals this week. (laughs) Yeah, it was super fun on the the virtual. Yeah. Um, So what is one of your favorite memories of the OESC? Goodness, there are so many to choose from. Like when I tell you each time I go to an OASC event and have the time of my life, I like actually mean it. Um, I think that my favorite, I have two favorites. One would have to be just the whole entire week of basic, like just getting to learn as a leader and take a bunch of things back to my school. Definitely basic magic is real and I got to experience that firsthand. And then I think my second favorite would actually be state convention this past year. I just got to watch my council be like wholeheartedly into what we were trying to accomplish and just come together as a team. And I know that each person in my council was so excited to be there and definitely just got to learn and soak up everything. So that's awesome. Yeah, I would definitely say that basic like it's hard to kind of pick your favorite OSC event because they're so different. Because, like, basic is just literally, you can't even describe the way it makes you feel. But then nationals is literally just, like, a trip with all your best friends. And you get to learn about leadership, too. And mm-hmm. then I think this year's state was so fun, too. Um, definitely fun to have a part in it. I get what you were saying with, like, having your council be so involved. It was so fun this year. So yeah. I think this year was just so cool because I come back from these two amazing camps and I got to like have reunions and meet with these people that I saw like the past summer. So that like just topped it off. It made it so good. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that like I went to basic the summer after my freshman year. So I was like the little baby. I'm about to be a sophomore. And, um, and then I went, the first time I went to state was that following school year and it was just so fun because you got to have that basic reunion and then um like this state a lot of my basic council members 
had graduated, so I didn't get to, like, see them or anything, um, but I had all, like, my Nationals friends, so it's definitely, definitely, like, fun to be involved in the OESC and then go to state and see everybody that you mm-hmm. were best friends with over the summer. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> okay, so going into talking about what the topic of this podcast is, which is taking risks, um, what does it look like to take risks in your own leadership and maybe, like, what are some risks that you have taken and you have learned from or you have um, gotten a good reward from? So I think that taking risks in my leadership looks like me saying an idea that I'm scared won't attract as many people, will not be like as cool. Just having the voice to be able to say that kind of scares me at times. And then I think me trying out for like leadership positions always terrifies me you know, just having to deal with like the anxiety of not knowing like which direction it's going to go. And so a couple times that I've had to do that is when we actually decided to run for state president. I didn't tell anyone for two years that I had even thought about it because I saw Keegan Myers freshman year and he was just amazing. Like just getting to watch him lead throughout the whole convention. I was like, wow, you know, I want to try that. And then I didn't mention it for two years because once you say it out loud, like the fear just gets you like, then you have to like move with it, you know? So I was like, so I was like, if I say it out loud, then, you know, like I have to do it and that scares me. So I finally said it out loud to my advisor and she was just like so supportive. And so was my counsel. So definitely that. And then um, just like running for, office in my own council, it's always just scary because you just never know how it's going to go. But I think that when I do take risks in my leadership, I just get out of my comfort zone and I'm able to grow and flourish more as a leader and as a person. So I think that those are definitely like positives of getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, a lot of times, like I get scared running too for like positions in my own council because I'm like, I just want it so bad and I don't want to like not have it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like last year I ran um, and I was thinking that this other dude was going to run against me. And I was like, I just really, I don't want anything to happen. And I don't want to not get it because I know that I would like, I just want to leave an impact on my council. I think that was the best way to do it. And then um, like everything turns out to be okay but the fact that like you do take a risk and you get out of your comfort zone I think that like that's what leadership a lot of times is about is saying that this is very uncomfortable and like owning up to the fact that it is and then actually doing it because if we're like we're in our comfort zones 24 7 then we're really not going to grow at all and Mm -hmm. so I like the like how you brought up running for stuff because it is it is very um, anxiety, stressful, like all those emotions come into it. And you want, and when, especially when you want it so bad. And then sometimes like you don't get the position that you wanted, but you still learn from it. Exactly. I think the same way. And, you know, there are people out there that don't get out of their comfort zone and they just stay content with who they are. And I just think that if you just try to take this step, you, like, you never know what's going to happen, and you never know if it's going to make you a better person, and chances are it's going to. So I always just say, even though it terrifies you, go for it. There's, there's nothing wrong with trying. 
Yeah, it's better than to try and fail than to try, like, not try at all and not learn the lessons that were meant for you to learn in that. Mm-hmm. So, oh, this kind of goes into the next question then. Why do you think it's important to take risks in leadership? <laughs> so the OASC actually kind of taught me this. So when I got involved in the OASC, it was um, – there was just a lot of talk about like growing as a person. So I think that it's important to take risks because that means stepping out of your comfort zone. And when you're in your comfort zone, everything's good. It's happy. You know, what's going to happen. You know, it seems so planned out. And when you step out of your comfort zone, you're not familiar and you're not comfortable. But when you do step out of your comfort zone, that's when you become more confident and more resilient. And that's when you grow as a leader and as a person. And I think that that's just something that we all need this day and age. Like we can't stay content with who we are. We need to be developing our minds and our leadership skills and constantly growing. So I think it's just, it's always so important to get out of your comfort zone and take that risk. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, What is one piece of advice you would give someone who wants to take a risk in their leadership, but is scared or hesitant to? So I've definitely been that person that's in that position. And I think so as everybody else, but I've just had like role models beside me telling me it's okay, Elena, you're normal, you're human. Like you're not supposed to be superwoman, and like, that's okay. So I would just say, you have to recognize your fear and you just need to take a deep breath and then just jump, jump in with both feet. And you don't just get over your fear overnight. You have to face it and go for it. And getting over your fear is kind of like lifting weights. After you, when you first start lifting weights, it seems really difficult and really hard. And, you know, your whole body is being strained. But then after you do it for a couple days, then it seems like the weights get easier. But the weights aren't getting easier. You're just getting stronger. So I think that getting out of your comfort zone makes you a stronger person. And that's just something that you you need to remember when you're scared or hesitant like no matter what you're going to get stronger and that's going to be the positive about that yeah definitely and I think that also like goes back to like in when you go to basic you don't know anyone and so that's definitely like a a different type of situation that you've never put yourself in and so that's uncomfortable but also like I just think back to when I was at basic like I was so scared to go up to people and just introduce myself and I was like (laughs) they're gonna think of me are they gonna think that I'm the worst person ever like what the heck is gonna go on but when you like when you do it more often like at basic I was very introverted and I'm not an introverted person like (laughs) at all and um but as I started like introducing myself more through the week and then at nationals I would start introducing myself from like other states and like another country um then I think that like you were saying you just get used to it and you're like oh this is actually really fun because you're making so many friends so like the more that you get out of your comfort zone the more you're like this is awesome I'm learning so much from it no I completely agree with that so my freshman year my first OASC event was actually districts and I was scared out of my mind I broken my foot and ankle so I was on like a scooter and so I had already felt like 
just like out, you know, like out of the box. I was like, oh my gosh, like I probably look weird. Like these people don't know what to think of me. And then um, we ended up running for like district three secretary. So like I had to get on stage and I did the Janice voice because we did friends as a skit. And like (laughs) everyone laughed and I was like, oh my gosh, like they like that. Like these people are supportive and they're kind. Like they're here to, to learn and be nice to others. And that's when I was like, okay, I can actually speak to other people. Like, I'm going to be okay. (laughs) I think we just get, I get, so I know I get so in my head about like what every single possible scenario is going off. I'm like, okay, well, I could, it could be successful or it could not. And Mm -hmm. so I think like part of taking a risk is getting out of your head and being like, whatever happens like it's not going to be the end of the world that's what I had to keep on telling myself when I was running for state office was I might not win but at the end of the day it's going to be okay because I'm not like it's not the end of the world and I got to meet so many more people at state than I'd ever have Mm -hmm. so I think definitely like you have to get out of your own head to take a risk especially like a really big risk yeah Um, but like you just have to get out of your way. Like I've definitely stood in the way like of myself trying to do something. So I just say, you know, you got to take a deep breath. It's going to be okay if you don't get it or if you do get it, like it's going to be okay. (laughs) You literally tell, that was me the whole month before (laughs) we're going to say, I was like, it's going to be okay. And I was like second guessing every decision. I was like, is my platform good enough? (laughs) Like, is everything polished? And and are we going to be all okay? But then it turns out that we actually ended up winning the election. And so, yeah, I don't know. And I think it's also just great to surround yourself with people who believe in you. Like Mm -hmm. my council, like they had my back and I like literally love my council because they were all like, yes, we're going to do it. We're going to campaign. Jack's ward literally like, best campaigner ever he should be a politician I was like you are so much better <laughs> but um, yeah so I think definitely it's you have to get out of your head when you make the decision to take a risk but then also like while you're taking the risk you're like wait I gotta like step back out of my head real quick and forget everything yeah I think while taking a risk you just have to remember like your friends and your family like that you have so many supporters and they love you and they're behind you. So if you just like listen to their encouragement, then it's just going to make like the difference, you know? Yeah, for sure. The encouragement helps so much. So people say that big risk equals big reward. Would you say that is a true statement in leadership? I do think that's a true statement because if you take this really big risk and you accomplish it, then you know that the steps and um, the hard work that it took paid off. But if you don't accomplish it and you know you work very hard on it and you just like don't get there, there's still going to be something positive about that. And it, you don't have to think of it like, oh, you know, like I lost, I didn't gain anything. But you know, you lost, but you did gain something else that you didn't think that you were going to. So I think that it's whether we look at the positive or the negative, because in any situation you can find the positive. And I think that that, that can outweigh the negative. Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely perspective. It's a big perspective thing because I mean, 
I lost my class, like our class election, which was like not connected to student council at all. Um, I lost it my sophomore year. I was running for president. I lost. Um, and I, I'm not gonna lie, it really sucked. It was it was not because it ended up being a situation um, where I wanted it really, really bad, and it was just not a it was not a good situation. There was a lot of drama with the election, mm-hmm. and um, and. And I just had to turn it to where, okay, I lost this election, but I think that um, this door is going to close so that another door will open. And it ended up that that door that was opening was um, running for state office. So I think just looking at every failure as um, just an opportunity to not only grow, but to just find something else that you might be interested in or passionate about and just growing and keep moving on is honestly a great reward um in leadership in general I don't know I just I'm a big person that like every season every bad season happens for a reason and you're gonna grow so much from it and I think that's really prevalent in the world today too because I mean <laughs> we're literally in a pandemic yeah and it literally seems like the world is just out of control in chaos but during this time, like being by myself, I've learned so much and grown so much. So I think definitely your perspective, like it makes a whole world of difference. Because if you were thinking, oh, well, I didn't win the election and this sucks and I should have gotten it because that other person is not as good as me. Like that just makes you seem arrogant, cocky, and you end up not learning anything from it. No, I definitely agree. Like, um, Anytime I lose something, I'm always running against these like amazing leaders and amazing just people in general. And I'm like, before like we find the results, you know, I just think to myself, whoever gets it, gets it. Like there's nothing I can do about that, but I'm going to support them and I'm going to respect them because they definitely worked hard enough to get here. And I just think that if you, if you lose and you, you let it hold you down, then you're going into like a place where you shouldn't, you know, you're looking at the negative, but when you say, okay, you know, like, what can I do to help you? Like, if you're the next officer, like to the next officer, like, if you ask, what can I do to help you? Then I think that that's a way of like looking at the positive and trying to help. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. I would say definitely if someone lost an election to still, like being involved in the thing that they were going to Mm -hmm. I don't know because you wanted to do it anyway so I mean like like if you really wanted to do it a title really shouldn't affect if you wanted to lead in that situation or not yeah I don't think that your title should hold you back so per se you lost an officer election in student council you still have that heart for student council that you did when you decided to run. You just don't have the title. So take the title as member that you have and try to be the best member that you can and put your best foot forward in every situation. Yeah. And also like, I know that if you want to be more involved in our student council and like, maybe you're not an officer, you can like our advisors, if you just talk to them, like we, they will 100% make sure that uh, like people can be involved as involved in student council as possible because we had multiple people that weren't officers and they, they were just members um, last year. They had like a bigger role in our student council than maybe even some of our officers. So I think really um, just like not being afraid to ask also to have a bigger role 
is beneficial if you didn't end up getting that title. Mm -hmm. It's just how much like initiative you want to take to get there. That's so true. All right. So what is one piece of advice you would give someone um, who has taken a risk but has not succeeded? So I have been there. I am with you. I know that it stinks right now and that you're trying to just, you know, get through it and push through. Um, but I would say you might have to adjust your plan and the steps, but keep working on it because, you know, you had the heart in the first place. So just keep trying to move forward. And everyone hits a wall at least once in their life. But what determines true character is what you do when you hit that wall. Are you going to let it defeat you and stay down and not be able to go forward? Or are you going to, going to get up and keep walking? So I think that that's definitely the piece of advice that I tell myself and I would recommend to others. Yeah. It's like, if you fall, get back, get back up again. Mm -hmm. Kind of advice. That's so true. And it really, like, after you fail at something, it really, like, when you first find out the failure that you just had, you're like, oh, that does not feel good at all. And yeah. And it's not that, like, the sense of failure, no, I don't, it's never gone away for me. Like, sometimes I'll think about back to, like, an instance where I have failed, and I'm like, oh, that still kind of stings. But I just, I have learned so much from my failures that I think I've just learned that taking a risk, even if it doesn't work out, it's going to be okay. And, I mean, I think it just goes back to having a, a positive mindset in everything that you're going through. Just look for the positive sides because there's always something to be grateful for in the end. Definitely. Definitely a great piece of advice. Just remember like what you do have and just remember that like being humble and being grateful is something that you just need to stick to. Yeah, for sure. All right. So do you have anything else that you want to give to the listeners any piece of advice um any just last words so i would say if you're thinking about taking a risk just go for it dive right in um while taking the risk just ask yourself if the risk that you're taking is it going to make you a better person is it going to make your school your community or your organization better and if you answer yes to that then go for it. Put your full heart into it, put your mind into it and just strive to succeed. And if you don't succeed and you get knocked down, then all you can do is try again or redirect your plan, but don't let failure or the fear of failure stop you from doing what you want to do. Yeah, that was so good. (laughs) (laughs) And also state is coming up and be sure to check out the virtual state convention. More is going to be talked about it later on, but Macy and I just got off the um, Nat Stuco virtual convention and it was so good so like even though the things are going to be virtual this year trust me you're not going to want to miss it you're still gonna write just as many notes and learn as many things so I would say definitely check that out so true we did learn a lot I've learned so much and I think that um it's not going to be the same obviously but I think that we can still like make new friends and um, learn a lot from state this year. So definitely check it out. Yeah. The National Convention was awesome, but... They did an amazing job, and it ran so smoothly. And the speakers that I got to listen to are, like, world-renowned, 
so amazing and they kept the same energy that they would have if they were like like in a room with us and I was just so impressed at the way that it was because I took so many notes and I definitely followed them on Instagram so I could see like more encouraging stuff I'm that one person (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) no um actually the speaker today Sean Derrick was he was really good oh my gosh he was amazing and I think that we've seen him somewhere yeah I think so I feel like I have but like and then Houston Craft I was in his um his breakout session and it was just about like being kind and like just the way that he talked about it like there's a difference between like nice and kind and just there's just this whole thing so like if you want to his Instagram is character strong it's so good like if you just go check it out like you're just going to be amazed by like what he teaches and I was just so impressed with the virtual convention <laughs> yeah, me too it was awesome and I think that you can like go back and watch the sessions so that <laughs> I think that was a good aspect but um if you guys want to go listen and watch the sessions you can go to the National Student Council um convention website because yeah, it is really good yeah it's definitely a good resource there was just so many things um that is just going on in our world that was covered and it's just like the whole convention is just a piece of encouragement and who couldn't use a little bit more of encouragement in this time that's so true you really <laughs> love feeling empowered <laughs> all right well elena thank you so so much for being on our podcast today um we're just so, like so grateful that you came on and I think that this is a topic that is very prevalent in the world today and I think a lot of people hopefully will be inspired to take risks from listening to this so thank you so much and have a good day uh thank you so much for inviting me (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome bye bye so after having that amazing conversation with Elena Um, Let's cover how to implement um, or take risks in your own leadership. So I usually have somebody from SkyTube Student Council on with me, but today nobody could come on with me. So it's just going to be me talking about it. But I would say the best way to take a risk in your leadership is to first decide if the risk um, is worthwhile if it um if the intentions behind like your desire or your um dream is worthwhile um and kind of just deciphering like why do you want to take the risk um and just making sure that if this risks risk ends up not working out um that you're still going to learn stuff from it and then I would also say um like we said in the podcast to really just get out of your head I think when I take risks really just not listening to the lies and the fears and the doubts that I have and um, just knowing that I've already decided that this risk that I'm about to take is worthwhile. So if I do fail, I will learn something from it. And then um, also another piece of advice if you're wanting to take a risk is to have some people around you that will encourage you while you take the risk. Um, And even after you fail, um, I mentioned how I had lost a, an election my sophomore year and that was really hard but I had some really really good friends and 
um, teachers and my family that were all supporting me even after um, I didn't end up winning and they really encouraged me and I don't think that I would have um, learned so much from not winning uh, if I didn't have those people around me. So I'd say definitely if you're about to take a big risk, just make sure that you have some people um, just surrounding you and cheering you on as you do it. But other than that, thank you guys so much for listening to the Growing Leadership Podcast. We have some really exciting guests coming up, and I'm so excited to record these podcasts. So if you guys want to contact us with any pieces of advice or any speakers that you would want on here, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Growing Leadership, and you can also DM us. You can contact um, pretty much anyone from SkyTuke on GroupMe or anything, um, and we will get back to you if you guys want to give us any input. Thank you so, so much for listening to Growing Leadership Podcast. And we'll see you next time.